0: Chapter 3. I think we should move here, Mom, said Sophie, pawing at me to get to the door. I heard you the first time, Sophie, Lizzie answered. You don't ever have to say that again. She shoved her hand in the crack of the seat, searching for her lighter. I looked up at the huge old house. For sale by owner. This place is like a palace, said Sophie, still pushing the door. If we lived here, we could have the sea for a backyard. When I didn't budge, she grunted like a little pig. "'Mom, is this place ours?' I asked. "'We passed a few lonely houses among the road, "'but I never thought we'd be pulling into the driveway of one, "'and especially one like this.' "'Sophie was right. It was like a palace, "'but a palace that was under a dark spell. "'Towering bushes and massive blackberry hedges "'kept it pretty much hidden from the road, "'and even its backdrop of sparkling blue water "'somehow seemed much colder "'than the water lapping up against the rest of the beach. "'Only one thing came close to breaking the spell.' and that was the house next door. A completely ordinary, as the mansion was strange, beige and white with a station wagon in the driveway. It looked like it was plucked straight from some modern, sprawling housing development. And even though it sat close to the mansion, there was something about its tidy lawn and curtained window that seemed to say, strange old house next door. What strange old house? I turned back to the mansion. Mom, I said again. Is this place really? Mom, tell Margaret to move, Sophie interrupted breathe. Still fishing for her lighter, Sophie ignored both of us. She'd already come up with a dime and two quarters, a silver hoop ring, and a dried bean. Aha, she said when she finally pulled out the lighter. She settled back and opened the door, making the way for Sophie to scramble across her lap. I watched my sister tumble to the ground, jump up, and run straight for the yard where she raced around wildly, waving her arms at the gnarled bushes and huge prickly hedges. Lizzie lit her cigarette. She sucked in deep, long breath. Take that sign and stick it in the middle of the yard, would you? She said. When she spoke, smoke shot out of her nostrils. But first take this marker and write our phone number near the bottom. I glanced at the sign in the back of the truck. Then at the thick, permanent ink marker that she had pulled from her bottom of her purse. So why is it ours, Mom? Just do it, please. But Lizzie... Please, Margaret, don't call me Lizzie. I'm your mother. She tossed the pen my way and leaned her head back, forced out two more strings of gray, nostril smoke. I grabbed the pin, and just because I felt like it, slammed the truck door so hard, the window shook. Lizzie didn't even seem to notice. "'You look like a dragon!' I shouted as I grabbed the sign from the back of the truck and scribbled our phone number in the empty space near the bottom. Lizzie rolled down her window. "'Somewhere in the middle of the yard,' she called out sleepily. I stomped into the yard, kicking at weeds and thistle. "'What are you doing, Margaret?' Sophie ran up to me, all red and sweaty and out of breath. "'Little pig girl,' I wanted to say. "'None of your business,' I said. "'If it's your business, it's my—' "'Shut up, Sophie, just for a minute, and then I will tell you.' I lifted the sign high over my head. I felt like a monster, a warrior, a dragon slayer. I aimed and pointed the end and stabbed it into the ground. It bounced right back without even making a dent. "'Damn,' I said. "'I'm telling,' said Sophie. I dropped the sign and examined my stinging hands for splinters. "'Splinter's. Lizzie decided to play mom for a moment, called out in a concerned voice. "'What's the matter, honey?' "'Margaret said a bad word.' "'What's the matter, Margaret?' Lizzie asked again. "'The ground's too hard,' I said. "'It won't go in.' She said, "'She said, damn! Does the for sale by owner mean that this is ours?' "'The ground is really too hard?' Lizzie opened the door and stepped out of the truck. "'Yes, Mom, it's really too hard.' I pulled a long, sharp splinter out of my hand. Sophie picked up the sign, held it high above her head, and ran around the yard, yelling, "Our house! Our house! Our house! Our house!" Sophie, Lizzie called, "Give me that!" She walked across the yard nervously, like it might be full of quicksands or rattlesnakes, landmines even. She snatched the sign away from Sophie and stood in the middle of the yard, like she wasn't quite sure what to do next. "Why is it ours, Mom?" I asked. Lizzie shaded her eyes from the sun and glanced around as if seeing. "'the place for the first time. "'I followed her gaze and from the crushing singles "'on the side of the house to the long, sloping field "'that led down to the rocky beach. "'About 200 yards behind it, "'the field was covered with golden beach grasses "'and purple and yellowed flowers. "'The breeze coming up from the water was salty and clean. "'It's almost pretty, isn't it?' Lizzie said softly. "'Then before I could answer, she added, "'Watch your sister. Don't let her go down to the water. "'I'll look for something to loosen the ground. Oh ho or something.' She dropped a sign in the middle of the yard and made her way to the side of the house, still stepping carefully. I watched her disappear around the corner, holding her arms to her chest like she was freezing cold, even under a sun so bright. Mom said not to go up there. I was standing at the foot of the steps, wondering how much time I had before Lizzie returned with a shovel or hoe. Sophie was right behind me, breathing hard. No, she didn't, I said. She said for you not to go down by the water. I don't know if it was a salty breeze or the fact that we were standing in the shadow of the house, but at that very moment, something made me shiver. I looked at Sophie's skinny arms, and she had goosebumps, too. Are you going in? Sophie whispered. No, I lied. Go back and play in the yard. Sophie turned and trotted back to the hedges, humming. I took a deep breath. This was my chance. Creak! The front steps were old and rotting. Fat, shiny insects, not used to being disturbed, poured out of the invisible cracks in the wood. They raced around nervously, up and down, across the tops of my shoes. All I wanted was to look through.